0: Yo-ho, yo-ho, a fader's life for me. We fuck up, we screw up, we don't give a hoot, drink up, me hearty yo ho With more fuck-ups and screw-ups and still not really giving a hoot. Let's just drink. That's... Pirates knew where it was at. All about the alcohol. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of You Have Failed With Me, Slam Vader, where this week... um. If the song didn't give it away, uh, we're gonna be talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, specifically, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl in this one, which is the original one. And I say if the song didn't give it away, it's because most people don't realize that that song that everyone seems to associate with pirates actually came from Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Um, but uh, we'll get back to that in a second. Now, obviously, this has been inspired by our current world events in which uh, Mr. Johnny Depp, um, obviously who. I suppose he's the star of Pirates of the Caribbean. I know J- Jack Sparrow is technically only meant to be the uh, side character, but he's, he's the star of the show, let's be fair. Um, has had an unfortunate turn of events in the world at the moment, uh, which, frankly, is abhorrent and just disgusting, which I suppose I'll get into a bit as well. Um, but the main focus will still be on the uh, the film itself. But before we get into that, I will obviously do the normal Black Lives Matter um P.S.A. I suppose, in which of course we at Sisuans do still stand with uh, the B.L.M. Uh, charities, a charity I don't know, actually know institution, and just the whole idea and premise of it. Um, looking for equality for obviously everyone. Uh, and with this particular campaign, um, Black Lives. Um, because there is still so much sort of maltreatment, oppression, suppression um and so much wrong with the world regarding to this and I say it still died down in the news and I, I see it surfacing a bit more but nowhere near as much as it did sort of in the peak back in sort of spring of uh this year so you know keep the conversation going on social media by using hashtags like blm or hashtags black lives matter and uh, make sure you go to www.blacklivesmatter.com where you can uh, look up ways to help monetarily non-monetarily educate yourself and maybe help educate other people because it's a really important topic that uh, still needs to severely be addressed but without further ado we will jump into the uh the main bulk which as i mentioned before is curse of the black pearl a brilliant film a film that quite frankly i, I watched too much as a child um, and started my fascination with pirates you know obviously as a film it gives a very disney representation of pirates, shall we say. Um, but it started a fascination, nonetheless, to the point where I think I said uh, to some people the other day, I genuinely had, until maybe a few years ago, where one of the bad storms we had destroyed it, like it got ripped and the flagpole broke, I had an actual flagpole in my garden and hoisted at the top of it was a pirate flag, right? So the pirate obsession went deep, and I used to run around the garden with, right, I didn't have a pirate hat costume thing. So I had a cowboy hat and then I got a massive feather and I stuck it into the hat so it looked more like a pirate hat. I had a cutlass. I had actually the Jack Sparrow um pistol toy as well. And yeah, I, I set up my own pirate ship around the garden. I'd use like boxes or things to map out where my ship was around this flagpole. I was obsessed with pirates and that's all due to Pirates of the Caribbean in no small part due to Jack Sparrow who... As I say, he's, he's not the main character. Anyone who says Jack Sparrow is an, of the first three films. Um, he's not. He's not at all. He, he's a side character, Jack Sparrow. It's weird. We're in, If you look, we're not introduced to him first. We're introduced to Will and Elizabeth first, albeit as children. But Will and Elizabeth uh, are actually the main characters of the initial Pirates franchise of Jack Sparrow. Only being a side character. But a side character that did go on to steal the show. And that's why the last two films were made about him that he was the main character more so um but obviously the the later films don't work as well and i think that's whilst i'm not really getting into those films today i'm going to try and talk about curse of the black pearl um i do think that's why they failed at it so much because jack sparrow works best when he's not the main center of attention but is stealing that attention by being so funny if you put him as the center of attention it doesn't work as well because he's not stealing the show he's just being a bit dumb but that's that's not what we're here to talk about today a lot of people don't realize though that that original um film that started this whole massive franchise one of the biggest franchises in the world obviously um it was inspired by a ride so obviously most disney uh, films have rides then inspired by them later on that takes place in the disney parks but pirates of the caribbean was actually the other way around and weirdly enough um If I get this right, I know it's in the 1960s. I want to say 1967. I only know this because I did it in a quiz sometime this year with my family. It was a question I asked. I think it's 1967. You can fact check me on that if you want to. 1967, um, the first Pirates of the Caribbean ride uh, was built in the uh, Disneyland, Disney World in Los Angeles. Um, Now, this, oddly enough, was actually the last project that Walt Disney oversaw himself. So there's a a connection to this film and and the heart of Disney. Um, but weirdly enough, this is another weird fact I know about it. Um, it, um, Yeah, he he wanted it to be as authentic as possible. So I don't know if they're still there, but a lot of the skulls used on that original ride were actual real human skulls that were donated uh, to be part of the ride, which is a bit weird. Um, he sadly died before the ride opened, like officially opened, but it was the last project that he oversaw. So there was a connection with him and this ride, and obviously years later, in the year 2003... Okay, you can fact check me off on that. Fact, uh, fact check me on that as well, I believe it's two thousand three. Uh, we get the blockbuster hit that no one really saw coming in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um as I say, brilliantly led by the likes of Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, um Johnny Depp and Jeffrey Rush. I'd say they're the four main main characters. Uh, playing obviously Will Turner, um Elizabeth Swan, Jack Sparrow, and uh Barbosa, who Oh, he's been... Hector, that's it. That that was given in later films, wasn't it? Because he was never given a first name. And I think Johnny Depp turned around and jokingly, and went, oh, it's Hector, and it, it stuck. Um, so Hector Barbosa. Um, And yeah, it's just such a fun film. That's the thing about, about these films. They're just plain old fun. There's no... There's not really melodrama, to be fair. It... And even if there is, it's all played off as a joke. And that's where Jack Sparrow comes into his own. Because, yes, the main focus is... Essentially, Will Turner and then his journey with Elizabeth Swan and their sort of romantic entanglement. But one particular character just comes in and steals the show because he's so goddamn funny. And that, of course, is Jack Sparrow because it is just a fun, whimsical tale, you know, swashbuckling across the seven, you know, the seven seas. And then just Johnny Depp shows up just playing a a drunkard mentally insane pirate and it's champagne casting in the fact that I don't think and I mean I could be wrong about this other people might have different opinions I know Saffron might have a different opinion I'm I'm not sure but I think personally Jack Sparrow is the best role he's ever played and he's played a lot of fantastic roles both before when he did more sort of serious films and after when he he did more sort of fantasy based films um and whimsical characters that all of them fantastic don't get me wrong but I don't think there's ever going to be any that in my opinion hit the upper tiers of just legendary that is Jack Sparrow Captain Jack Sparrow sorry to be precise he'd be offended at me not giving him his full title. Um, yeah, he, he. Can you dislike Jack Sparrow, disregarding the later films where he becomes a sort of caricature parody of himself? Can you dislike Jack Sparrow? I don't think it's possible to, to dislike. I mean, unless you're Barbosa, but that's a bit different. As as a viewer, you're just sort of brought in, because, yeah, I mean, the film's quite dark, to be fair. Curse of the Black Pearl, it's quite a dark and so scary film for younger audiences. So whilst you're delving into this sort of scary pirate-like world, because whilst pi- the pirates aren't as harsh as they are in, or they were in real life, um, they're still quite dark and gritty. And, you know, there's the scene where Elizabeth Swan finds out basically all the people on the Black Pearl are zombies and, or not zombies, but skele- skeletal cursed people. And that's quite a dark and scary scene. But then you contrast that with, like, but you have heard of me. And it, or just other things like mm, that would be the French and you know it's just it's drink up me heart your hope by the way that line was ad-libbed and it's fucking brilliant obviously it's from the from the ride and he just adds a sort of breath of fresh air that most pirate films are all either really serious or Peter Pan um and this one whilst it still had its serious moments it, it was just a comedy at heart and a nice family adventure that was a breath of fresh air and as I say I sort of grew up watching it and god i wanted to be a pirate oh so badly like just the idea of being on a boat on the city like still today genuinely one of if, if i could just one day I want to buy a galleon just like a, like a proper wooden ship a big one and just sail around on it honestly it just as, as i say as a kid I had the pirate flag and everything and yeah i mean it was always a lot of people were all cowboys versus Indians and nah pirates mate pirates is where it was at if you go to like a tesco's or a fat or the factory shop these are all very english things all the way like the factory shop or the pound shop and you go to the little kid toy section at the back and it had all the really cheap fancy dress stuff you ever had like indians native indians cowboys or pirates and if you didn't go for the pirate one you 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 were wrong uh, and this is the film that sort of changed that. I mean, Pirates rise I think, quite an adult topic before I mean, yes, you had Peter Pan, but even then, I think up to like Peter Pan, other than the animated film, I wouldn't say is entirely for children. Um until Disney Disney fired that as well. But then but then you just get this this family film, this swashbuckling just adventure, sort of an adventure on the level of Star Wars if anything just you know traveling to these lovely unique places like and in the same way Star Wars makes you want I don't know an X-Wing or a Millennium Falcon this film makes you want a, a pirate ship and want a crew and want to sail the seven seas and that's what it's about it's it's fun light entertainment but the fun light entertainment that you can get invested in as well Like you, you end up caring about the characters I mean you know Jack Sparrow is the one that everyone obviously was drawn to and just everyone roots for Jack Sparrow because he's insane and I think one of my favourite lines of him in the entire franchise, I can't remember if this is actually in the first one, I think this might be in the second one, um, where, I, this is where I can't remember because it's either Barbosa or the, the posh dude in the second one, in the third one, the uh, National East Trading East India Trading Company dude, just turns around to him and goes, like, oh, you're mental, you're insane. And he goes, Well, thank God for that. This would probably never work, would it? And just shoots himself with a cannon. And just, he's someone to look up to. I mean, a lot of Johnny Depp's characters show you that you can be weird and, and still be okay. Like, I think that's another thing as well. And he, his characters as a whole, and I always draw back to Jack Sparrow because that's the one that I suppose had the most influence on me as a kid it showed you that you can be weird, that you can be a bit goofy and a bit silly and still, I don't know, function. It, it, it doesn't make you an idiot or a bit of, you know, someone who, like, oh, well, you can't have any friends. They're, they're weird. It's it sort of in a similar way to Doctor Who as well, actually. It, it just sort of gives you that sort of confidence, is, I think, for a lot of the more non conventional children shall we say uh I can't think of a better way to put it that that's fine because I mean look at him he's a pirate he's really cool but he's weird you know he escaped an island by using hair from his back and lashing together a bunch of sea turtles which obviously isn't the actual explanation no one come at me for that I know that's not how he did it but that's what he said he did right and it's it's just insane But, but it gives you that hope I remember as a kid I looked at him and thought, yeah, I mean I could be that. I mean, I didn't think I'd ever be as cool as Captain Jack Sparrow and definitely nowhere near as cool as Johnny Depp. But I I do remember as a kid looking up to him thinking, yeah, I I could be that. That could be me. Like, you know, because I'm I'm a bit weird, I still am. Like that <laughs> you know, I'm not conventionally normal, but that guy's doing it and he's really funny, that's okay. So he he gave a lot of people that sort of hope as Jack Sparrow. And that's something I think I'll touch on a bit later when I get into a a bit more on what Johnny Depp's going through in the real world at the moment. But for now, I'll I'll stick with the uh, focus of Curse of the Black Pearl, which is just just a fun film. Even the villain, it's... I'm going to say, it it might be controversial, it's rare these days in film to get a good villain, right? It is. Look at the MCU, right? They've produced 20... was it, 23 films now? 23, I think. Um... Oh, I can't remember, 21, 22, 23, it's around there, I think it's 23, 23 films, right? How many of the villains are good? Not good as in, oh yeah, I'm the good guy, good as in, like, I can, I don't know, one, two. I don't know, three, four four or five. The first ones that come to my head are obviously Loki and Thanos, because they've got multiple films to flesh themselves out, and were good in their own films. Then you've got the likes of Killmonger, who is decent. Uh, Vulture wasn't bad in Spider Man, not really. And then maybe Mysterio. I don't, I don't. I'm not too sure. Mysterio, maybe, maybe Hela, but still a bit two dimensional. Like, mm, you don't get a good villain, and they're like the biggest films out these days, right? Like, fuck it, Star Wars, right? The new one, the new ones, the new ones. Snoke. He was there, okay. Kylo, to be fair, wasn't too bad. He just bogged down by the writers not really knowing what they wanted to do with him as a character um and keep comparing him to darth vader which is automatically that's a character suicide there isn't it by comparing him to one of the literally one of the most popular villains in all the cinema going oh literally the film says oh you're not as cool as him yeah cool that's really selling your character well um but then you get barbosa who isn't bogged down by any of this. He's a very charismatic man. Uh, Jeffrey Rush is brilliant in The Robber, like, though. Very charismatic, but also evil, but also not evil. Like, he's a pirate. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> and yeah, he's a pirate, but he's not all evil. And you see that, obviously, more so in later films. Um, but even in this one, you sort of get hints of the fact that, you know, he doesn't originally try to kill Elizabeth Swan or. And don't get me wrong, he threatens to cut her throat at some point when just the little slit of blood doesn't work because she's not actually a turner. Spoilers! But, um, yeah, he's a villain with charisma and character and one that, you know, you can root for when you need to and you can sort of, you feel excited when Barbosa's on the screen because you never really know what he's going to do or say next. And he's quite funny himself a threatening villain. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He doesn't, his threat and menace is there. I mean, when he abandons, uh, Elizabeth and Jack on the Island threatens to say, literally spill all of her blood and the final fight, he he's proved as a far better swordsman than Jack Sparrow. Sorry, Sparrow fans, but I'd say Jack is probably in the top five swordsman in the, the pirates franchise, but I'd say the likes of possibly Davy Jones, Will Turner, definitely. Um, and Barbosa are probably better swordsmen than he is. Uh, Jack Sparrow is just very clever and very good at thinking on his feet and outside the box. But yeah, Barbosa—he's just such a compelling character and a compelling villain. And you don't see that these days in films, unfortunately. I can't. I'm trying to think of a lot of films that come out recently. I don't know. Even Justice League. I mean, Steppenwolf—who actually cares about him? It's just a bit. Uh, but that's what's so good about the films. I mean, you know, so. The two characters I've spoken about so far that I'm giving so much praise to aren't the main characters. (coughs) They're the comic relief and the villain. How many films these days can you genuinely look at and go, yeah, no, the comic relief was really memorable and I really enjoyed it. They weren't annoying. And the villain was really complex, deep, and you wanted to see more of him. There's not many that I can think of in big franchises these days that you get that. I can't think of the last time I really, really enjoyed the comic relief character in a film right it's it's really strange to think that that's all that Jack Sparrow was but he's now the icon of the franchise but is is the comic relief and that's incredible that these two characters like I said, I haven't even mentioned the main characters yet and I know not everyone does but I don't mind Will and Elizabeth I mean I find it funny that Kira Knightley was so young when they filmed the first one she wasn't allowed on set without her mum but <laughs> Wood and Elizabeth, they are compelling characters, and it's weird because they're the main characters, but they're not. They don't get the focus. They're meant to have the focus, but it's stolen from them by the far more compelling uh, Jack Sparrow and uh, Barbosa. Like, their relationship is a lot more compelling, you know, and you've got other side characters as well. You've got um, what's his trade? Admiral Norrington. Uh, you've got Elizabeth Swan's dad. Um, he's a bit. He's right. Mr. Gibbs, you can't, you can't forget Mr. Gibbs. That's a, that's the comic relief character, comic relief character. And he's hilarious. And that's, you don't get that in films anymore. An ensemble cast where there's so many memorable characters, because you've even got, um, I can't think of their names off the top of my head, um, but you've got the two bad guy pirates, you know, the, the short little one and the guy, the really tall and skinny one with the wooden eye. I can I can never remember their names. It begins with an M, one of them. Um, but they are... Even they're memorable and they're really funny. The bit where they're in dresses at the end of the film, like, ooh, ew, and they start fighting, and then the moon, so that you can see that they're, um, they're actually the pirate cursed pirates. And that just... It's something that I think is missing from a lot of films these days, and even... To an extent, the modern Pirates of the Caribbean films. I mean, I didn't completely dislike number five or number four. They're, they're okay to watch and you can enjoy them. But the ensemble isn't as memorable. Like, the villains, Blackbeard is one tone. Salazar, yeah, you're there. Cool. Uh, the, the new Will and Elizabeth, one of which is just Will's son, is nowhere near as compelling as the originals. Like they just don't have characters, and the only characters that still really draw attention are are Barbosa and 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 Jack. And to be fair, one of the best, but let's be fair, saddest moments in the fifth one was Barbosa's eventual death. Um, but I, I've rabbited on for a bit now. It is time for a word from our sponsors, which, as it has been for the last few weeks, is uh, Schmerp, who does brilliant commissions uh, for King's Eyes Life. So you can check him out on the website where you can get uh, loads of uh, web designs and brilliant commissions for pretty much anything for a good price and from someone who does really good quality work and is a pleasure to work with. So please do go check that out. Uh, and yeah, he does great, great stuff. I mean, the re uh, redesign, rework of the Sigil logo and the whole Sigil Arts brand was all done by him. Absolutely brilliant. You know, you can't fault his work at all. Really professional and really gets the work done. So please do go check that out. If you need any good commissions, I'll also obviously mention uh, King Styles Apparel where you can buy brilliant merchandise uh, to support your favourite creators. I'm currently wearing uh, my King Styles hoodie, um, but there are f- currently five collections that I know of up there with more on the way. Currently we have the Just the Sigil collection, we have the Creators of King's Eyes collection, the Statement collection, the Clansman Unite collection and the Failure Wear collection. Uh, please do go check them all out, there's brilliant merchandise uh, in their shirts, jogging bottoms hoodies masks stickers phone things phone cases do go check it out it's absolutely brilliant guys uh, and you'll really enjoy it also if you want to keep up to date with the show you can follow it on twitter at you have failed sv i think yeah that's it and uh, that's the best way to find out uh, when the new episodes are coming out what the episodes are going to be on uh, if there's not an episode why that is and just generally keep up to date with the show you can also follow my personal twitter account which is at vader saying because someone stealth stealthishly selfishly stole at satan vader and hasn't tweeted since 2013 uh, which is a bit dickhead but whatever it's cool i'm fine and you can follow me to uh keep up to date with what random shit i put out on a regular basis some of it's relevant some of it's not it's just quite funny sometimes and also join the discord server a link to that is the pin tweet on my personal twitter account uh where you can meet like-minded people and you know discuss topics like films games tv shows musicals we've discussed everything so far there's a meme bit we all like memes so do go check that out guys and uh yeah i suppose we'll get back to the uh, main part of the episode Cheers. uh Pirates of the Caribbean. I just... If you haven't watched it, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely implore you to watch it. It's just such a fun and funny film. I just... I now want to watch it. This is how much I'm genuinely like enjoying this right now, just talking about it. I want to go and watch this film right now. It's... Oh, I love it so much. Because the action is brilliant. You know, like they don't skip out on the action. It's very... Well choreographed, the, the sword fights, the gun fights, the ships. Honestly, the actual ship fights where they're shooting cannons at each other are so well done, like you'd think that'd be a bit boring to watch. Sometimes it's the best part of the film. Just watching two ships chase each other like cannons blazing. It's it's fantastic. It's the equivalent, as I say, of like an X-Wing versus a TIE Fighter in Star Wars, but it's like real properly like galleons like it just looks so cool and realistic I think a lot of it was I think they used a real boat for some of the film filming anyway and oh it's so good honestly just go oh there's such good films and oh, I suppose now is, is a time for a bit of a rant because um, the films are great and as I say the the lead man of the franchise I suppose the, the icon of the franchise he is played by the fantastic Johnny Depp, who I've mentioned. And right now, in the world, there is oh, there's a really big bit of injustice going on right now um, that, that needs attention brought to it. I've signed all the petitions I can, and this needs to change. So in case you're not aware, this year, uh, there's been an ongoing court case between uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, over her basically physically and mentally abusing him. And he came to the court case with, God knows how many bits of evidence, how many witnesses, photos, CCTV tapes, videotapes of her abusing him, throwing stuff at him. She even admitted to getting angry and throwing stuff at him and hitting him. Right. And then, and no, and then the judge ruled in her favor that apparently Johnny had no leg to stand on. So an abuse victim comes forward, actually has fucking evidence and then then the court goes and rules against him. And then, to top that all off, Warner Brothers then fire Johnny Depp from the Fantastic Beast franchise, which at the end of the day doesn't bother me too much. I haven't seen the Fantastic Beast films yet, but that's not the point. But then keeps Abba Heard on for Aquaman 2, right? Now, I don't... As I said, apparently Johnny has been given a full eight, eight figure salary for it and everyone's like, oh, see, it's fine. He's been given money for it. That's not the point. You know, he has done nothing wrong. He is an abuse victim. You've seen it. I'm pretty sure she cut off one of the tips of his fingers. He's been covered in bruises, battered. You know, he's not been in like, it's not been good. And he's got the proof of all of this and it's all happened. And. Not only has the court ruled against him and gone in favour of her, but this film company has now as well. To the point where I am boycotting. I'm no, I'm not going to watch Aquaman two anymore. I know a lot of people are going to boycott the Fantastic Beast films. I would, but I'm not. I wouldn't have watched it in cinemas anyway. Uh, but I'm definitely boycotting Aquaman two. Um, I'm considering boycotting a lot of Warner Brothers films. I mean, the only one I might break that rule for is Batman because I'm a massive Batman fan. But hopefully by that point, this gets all overturned and I can watch Batman happily. But if she's in it, I'm boycotting Aquaman 2 for definite and for the most part, boycotting most of Warner Brothers at the moment because that is it's disgusting. Um, And I think it says a lot about sort of men's mental health in the world at the moment as well. And, you know, males have the highest rate of suicides and I think this shows why, because no one listens. You know, like, everyone's like, oh, no, men, you know, should be more open, they should talk, this, that and the other. Well, okay, this is one of the most famous and respected men on the planet. You know known for going to hospitals and helping kids who are sick and stuff to going in costume, doing everything he can for other people and just being a generally nice person. According to most people in the world comes forward with actual physical proof. You can see her abusing him. He, she fucking admits to it. And, and he still is the guy. He's still the loser. He still doesn't win that case because you know, he's a man. Women can't be abusive. It's, it's wrong. You know, they, they can't do that. They can't be violent. Men can't be abused. They're just, you know, because men are strong. They don't have emotions or anything. And this stigma, I think it says a lot about why men don't open up and why a lot of men don't come forward with their issues. Because we that's Johnny Depp. And it sets a bad example, I think, for every other man, the fact that, well, they're going to look at that case and think, well, Johnny Depp didn't, didn't win. And he had this whole army of witnesses and physical evidence showing what happened. And he's still lost and it's i don't get it I, I don't know how we can live in a world where that's okay and don't be wrong obviously social media's gone mental like, right? and i think johnny depp's realizing all these kids that have grown up watching him and that he's helped and inspired are sort of now rallying behind him and i i can tell he's very grateful for that but at the end of the day he still he still lost that case it's a bit disgusting uh, the state of the one, she is a disgusting human being. Amber heard for for sort of just winning and for no reason. You, I don't. How do you admit to abusing him and then still, still he loses? It's it's wrong. And as I say, he's seen. He's such a nice guy, and he's. I remember seeing a thing once where a kid wrote to him saying oh can you come to my school and stage a mutiny so we like get the day off he fucking did it he turned up in full costume burst in and staged a mutiny in the school where the kids were allowed to sort of run free for a day you know a bad person wouldn't do that he and the amount of hospital visits he does and some people will be sceptical oh you know it's just because he's Hollywood and you know famous all the eyes are on him but he still doesn't have to do that he doesn't have to visit all these hospitals in costume I don't think he gets paid for it anyway he does it out of the kind of, He's a genuinely nice guy, but he's still lost because he's the man. And this is where I think sexism goes both ways, is the big thing here, um, and where toxic masculinity does need to stop. And I'm saying this as a guy, you know, it grows up. You're not allowed to be emotional and open up because you get ridiculed for it. You know, if a, if a man cries, you, I remember at school you would have got laughed at. Right? If, if you were to open up and be a bit emotional at school. I played rugby as well. Jesus Christ, you show emotion. You're really in the shit for it. Right? Because there's just this tos- toxic masculinity built around it. And I think this court case has shown just how bad that toxicity is around masculinity and stuff. You know, this man opened up about being abused and everything. And people around the world laughed at him. And then he lost the court case anyway. Because... <laughs> it's just dumb and i don't get it i don't get how we got to this point where johnny Depp, for an army of evidence can can lose to amber Heard. um and the worst thing i saw genuinely this was a comment on one of the posts about it saying oh well that's why you shouldn't marry someone younger than you like sorry what because what how does that matter well, because someone, because they're younger, they have a right to abuse you. Yeah, that's that is that what you're saying? Yeah, if they're younger than you, they can hit you. It's fine. Good for you. Honestly, genius. That's that's dumb. It's just dumb stigma. I don't get what that's about. OK, it's it's sickening really thinking about it. it's Well, it's not just sickening, it's fucking angering. Like, I'm bloody livid at the moment. I know i mean i've mentioned saffron before i know she is as well she adores johnny depp shall we say um i without a doubt her favorite actor and going back to it pirates of the caribbean is the film she uh she was first introduced to him so she owes a lot to that film as well and her uh interesting relationship with johnny depp um but yeah i mean at this point i'm going to say obviously we we definitely stand with 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 johnny i can't speak for everyone at sigil arts obviously um I'd, I'd like to think I do, but I, I haven't really spoken to them about it. I know I do. I'll I put Saffron out there as well because I know she definitely does. Um, it's 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 disgusting. And it, I, I could go into it a lot more of videos I've seen, like social experiments. But I just think the fact that this man, this brilliantly funny, kind, generous, cool guy, has lost this case um for no reason and Warner Brothers has just been an ass about it don't get me wrong there are rumours that Disney actually might want to bring him back for the new Pirates film because obviously originally Jack Sparrow was meant to be retired but Disney are now saying they're considering getting Jack Sparrow back I think is a wave of support to Johnny Depp and if they do that'd be fantastic I don't even care if it's not a good film at the moment just on the principle of you know they're going to support Johnny and have him back I think that's fantastic, and I pray to God that Warner Brothers change their fucking mind, because I will watch Aquaman 2 if they recast Amber Heard, right? That's fine. But apparently she's even coming back for some of the reshoots for the new release of Justice League, and I don't really want to see the Snyder Cut, but if she's in it, I'm, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching Aquaman 2 if she's in it, and I'm, so I'll boycott a lot of Warner Brothers film, which is a shame, because other than her, to be fair... I quite... Aquaman wasn't that bad. Um, it was a good film. I enjoyed it. And I like Jason Momoa. Um, I think he's in support of Amber Heard at the moment, so I'm a bit sort of like, well, you're wrong. But that's that's whatever. I just... But then you see the amount of celebrity outcry and sort of famous people sticking up for Johnny Depp. I know, I'm pretty sure Robert Downey Jr. has, Orlando Bloom has. A lot of his exes have. Um, what's her name? The um, Tim Burton's old wife, Helena... Helen Burton say hello is gonna be really bad isn't it like, I can't remember that Jesus Christ um it's um, oh, Helena Carter that's it yes, I knew I knew it I knew I knew it right I knew it right she's obviously come out in support because she's in pretty much every film that Johnny Depps in um well every film that's directed by Tim Burton that Johnny Depps in um but that's fine they're both brilliant actors um and you know he's got so much support from the fans from from other celebrities i don't get how he lost um and it's disgusting that he did so i'm taking this opportunity to obviously state full out i stand with johnny depp i want justice for johnny depp um and i will do whatever i can to uh support him i'll watch all of his films i will watch none of warner brothers okay with the exception of batman but i can't not watch batman it's batman i'll just pretend warner brothers didn't make it i'll i don't know slap a disney logo on it or something. Um, or I don't know. I'll find some other studio, uh, Columbia. I, like, I don't know. Do they still make f- Universal? Yes, fine. All right, and yeah. So I hope that you obviously join me in supporting Johnny Depp. If you are supporting Amber Heard, uh, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> flat out. I don't have time for being nice to you. Uh, she abused him. That's not okay. Um. So yeah, I, I hope we can find find justice for him. But I think rather than getting too angry and going on about how much of a dumb fucking bitch Amber Heard is and how much of just moronic fucking pissant wankstain people run Warner Brothers, (laughs) let's get back to Pirates in the Caribbean. A really fun, light-hearted film. Oh, Jesus Christ. And... Right, pirates to carry and pirates to carry in. pirates to carry in. pirates, to carry in. pirates to carry in. I'd love to go to Tortuga, right? I don't know about you, but that sounds fun, right? That is, you know, a place where you can just drink and, I mean, by all accounts, I mean they're not going to say it in the Disney films, but it's very much implied. Fuck your life away, right? That sounds like heaven, right? Just honestly, just not a care in the world, Tortuga. You just have fun, you know, just drink and drink and drink and then see what happens you know and yeah maybe that's a bit scummy to some people but I come from Essex so it's not too different you know I've been on nights out and it's very similar you just drink and drink and drink until your designated driver has to put you into their car I went drinking with some of my mates once we went out to a club afterwards and um one of my mates just sat on the floor outside my car for a bit before they got in just because it felt right for them to do that so you know tortuga is the place for me at this rate I, anyone wants a trip to tortuga i'm down um but that's <laughs> the pirates the locations are beautiful I'm, I'm trying to focus myself out of rage mode to talk about the film for the last what, five minutes the locations are beautiful the way the film is shot is beautiful like i, I I really wish I knew how much it was set and how much was actually like, like, how much were they actually on a boat? Because they must have been for some of it. And I know obviously a lot of the islands were actually, they were at those islands. And, oh, I, it's just such a beautiful, the cinematography is fucking incredible. The shots and just everything. And the writing is hilarious. The, the humour, the absolute, as I say, Johnny Depp is, but why is the rum gone? I mean, there's a, they've made a song out of that, like, just one line. And it's hilarious, right? And all of this because of a ride that had a catchy song. And that song is obviously, Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate slave for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and drink up, me hearty, yo-ho. I can't remember the second bit, but like that song it's obviously was played on the ride. And obviously... The ride showed a lot of the scenes in the films. You had sort of the uh the, the, the raid on um wherever they lived, I can't remember the name of it. Um you had the Tortuga scene, it's obviously all animatronic in the um ride. You had like the pirate skeletons, you had the fight at the end, but Jack Sparrow wasn't wasn't a thing yet. None of the characters had names and Jack Sparrow was invented for the film. If you go to Pirates of the Caribbean ride now and you see a Jack Sparrow model or something that resembles Jack Sparrow, you can guarantee that was made after the film became really popular and Jack Sparrow became the icon of the franchise because he was not originally part of the ride. But the ride did detail a lot of what Curse of the Black Pearl went on to be. If you, And I've been on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, the one in Paris and the one in Florida. And um, yeah, obviously it does... Yeah, it's, it follows the plot roughly of what happens in in Pirates, with less of the romance and stuff. You don't really see it as much. Um, but you do. You, you As you go on the rides, you see this world of, of the Caribbean, if you will. You see Tortuga. You, so you see Fort Royale, something like that. It's like wherever the good people live. Uh, you, you see the cave at the end of the Aztec gold. So yeah and actually right before i forget this it did end credit scenes before marvel did because the bit at the end where you see the monkey and it's got the gold and then actually you go back and barbosa's not there so all his body's gone so they're clearly setting up for a sequel right barbosa was gone and obviously he comes back in the next film right at the end so they did a End credits first, and whilst it isn't relevant to Curse of the Black Pearl, they did Infinity War and Endgame first as well. That will be an episode at some point discussing how uh, Dead Man's Chest and World's End are basically Infinity War and Endgame. Um, They did it, don't get me wrong, I think Marvel did it better, but they're the same film. And yeah, so they did end credit scenes first. I know it's all Disney. Actually, no, Marvel was not originally Disney, so that's not technically true. But yes, they did end credit scenes first. They set up a sequel like that first. So good for you, Pirates of the Caribbean. You beat Marvel to it. And yeah, that's don't get me wrong. Once again, I think Marvel's having Nick Fury show up at the end of Iron Man going, I'm here to talk about the Avengers Initiative. Don't get me wrong. I think once again, five years later, they did it better. Like in the nicest way possible, I loved Pirates of the Caribbean. But as a I was a lot more hyped when I found out that we might be getting the Avengers than Barbosa being gone. I was a lot more like, wait, maybe because I was younger, but I was really like, wait, what? Um, but both incredible. I'm not I'm not taking that away from any of them, obviously. Um and yeah, it's it's a brilliant film, brilliant franchise, and I will talk more about, I suppose, the other films, the good and the bad. But uh, for all intents and purposes, I can say with great confidence, uh, "Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl" has not failed whatsoever, like at all. Um, love the film; it's fantastic. It's you need to watch it. It's just such a fun, enjoyable film. You don't need to be completely focused on everything going on to enjoy it. Um, and it's just so funny. However. Um, I've been doing this a lot recently. I've been giving multiple verdicts based on companies and TV shows. Um Amber fuckface bitch, belongs in the gutter, terrible human being, heard. Uh you have failed humanity uh by damaging the reputation and physical health and mental health of a legend and an icon that is Johnny Depp. Um, so I reserve no sympathy towards you and you know, I hope you get fired and your career goes to shit um, because you're a terrible human being. If a man had did what you did, he'd be in prison by now. So, yeah, fingers crossed. You can learn what prison life's like. Um, and Warner Brothers. Ah, Warner Brothers, the company that's made lackluster films uh, for the DCEU. Uh, Other good films, the Harry Potter films are good, obviously, and they've done other good things like Dark Knight Rises and everything. Um, But you've crossed a line this time. Uh, You've picked the side of an abuser. It's a bit dumb. I'm going to give you a chance to take back your mistake and change things around and fire the abuser and uh, bring back Johnny Depp. Uh, If not, I think you're going to see a serious boycott of your films in the future. And you're going to face bankruptcy uh, because a lot of people support Johnny Depp. So uh, you failed as well because you're just brainless idiots uh, at the moment. Uh, But, you know, fingers crossed you turn it around. Uh, Amber Heard, uh, you've got no chance. I'm not... You can try and turn yourself around, but people are still going to want you in prison. So, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Brilliant film. Company and the bitch. Fuck off. Uh, No, I... Pirates of the Caribbean, fantastic. I don't know what that sound was either. I wouldn't know at this point. Really good film and you'll really enjoy it. Uh, thank you so much for listening again, guys, to what became a bit of an angry rant in the second half, but I suppose that's what you expect at this point. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, I'll speak to you next week.